0: There were two pages that were sent out yesterday, so I hope to, those of you uh, following that you got the two pages, you were able to print them out. But, but we're, we're not up to there yet, but we're going to get there in a few minutes. We're learning this Torah from the Iris of Surveys' cell that way back was brought down just really, it was just a sentence or two brought down from Rabbi Shaila. Now it's Chayvitz, the lesson of Rav Kook, which is taken from the Aryeh of to sell, which is a longer and we've seen a much more complicated tirah, the Isis of the Neshama and the expansion of the Isis of the Neshama, and Rav Kook has been explaining how the Isis of our Neshama are waiting for the mitzvahs that bring to that expansiveness that cause the Isis of the Neshama to be awakened and to and to grow. And finally, as of uh, the last year, we return to the Indian of Eretz Yisrael. And Her of Kuk is explaining that you. only when the Oisius oh, so of one's in the Shama, when the person, when a Jew meets up with Eretz Yisrael, the Kedusha Saharots, can there be that natural shefa of the connection between the Oisius, the letters of who he really is, the metzius of who he really is, the etzim of his existence with Eretz with that shefa that comes from Shemayim. And therefore, a person can only be truly, truly original if he either lives in Eretz or is deeply connected, as we'll talk about, and we've already spoken about earlier, he's deeply connected with a tremendous sipiya, a longing to, to be in Eretz now we're learning this, we're going to try to finish this today. We're learning this Torah from Rav Kuk with the parish of Rav which has been very, very helpful. We're on page 114, 115, where it says, That's the Lashen of Rav Kuk on top. Rav Kuk was saying how, we're learning last time, that only in Ech is there this unique of chayim of chayim atzmiyam of essential life. In Chutz La'Ratzvi, it's very easily to be distracted, and for Yiddishkeit and for the oisiyas of one's neshama to become something which is of secondary importance. But the chayim atzmiyam, which is atzmiyam, doesn't just mean most important, it means that which is natural. He described it is kind. It's natural for us in Eretz Yisrael. Mizibah chaim shal to Knesset Yisrael, and that comes mushpas, and that's what we learned last time. We said Yitzchak's makas of Derech Yisrael, and we're on page one fourteen. Avira Eretz Yisrael, mamtsi es ha gidel hara anan, shlois yisachaim halalu. Now avir Eretz Yisrael, the atmosphere, the air that our presence in Eretz a person's being in Eretz Yisrael, is mamtsi es ha gidel hara shall ICs a makes available <laughs> gidol harayon gidol harayon means a fresh a fresh awakening and expansion and growth shall ICs a of these li- of these letters of life Shirak, Surah sarabineir explains <laughs> kavin shirach velish shol onu be because the truth is that the Be'emes, true Jewish life, to be truly alive is is an etz yisrael. A, a, a fish can live a little bit outside of the water and there are animals that are able to live for a short time after their natural, outside of their natural habitat, but the Chaim is not a Chaim Atzmim, it's a struggle, it's unnatural, it's not healthy for the animal to be outside of its natural place. And so too, a yidu, the Chaim Atmium, the Chaim Amitium, true life of a Jew is an So, whoever in says, Kevin shirak Bezracel, on the Baam is Chai. Only in Ezracel are we truly alive. Chai in the Shamas Avir Artsain. Now, those are the words that we say on, on Tisha B'Av. you will have to say them on other days too. There's not only Tisha B'Av. But those are the words, of course, of, of the king of Sion Harlot tesali of Yudalevi. Mm-hmm. Levi. Kina is kinah of the. It's not a kina, of Yudal Levi. was a, it's a shira, it's a song of his Tveikus Tzair and in there he refers to Israel as Chaye Neshamas. <laughs> it's the life of our souls. Avir Adzayna, the air of Tzair is the life of our souls. Chaye Neshamas Avir Adzayna so that's chai in the shamas. that's what it means to be alive avir ar means to breathe to be able to breathe avir der jesel so the way that it's used because everybody quotes from chazal avir der jesel machkim that the air of a makes a person wiser machkim in his understanding of Torah it opens up one's mind and of course that's true but it's much more than that avir der jesel is not only something that opens the mind, but it's the it's havir, the, it's the air, the oxygen that a Jew, that the neshama of a Jew breathes. It's what a Jew breathes. Everywhere else in the world we're on all kinds of life support systems. It's different. It's uh, unnatural. Unnatural life. It doesn't make a difference if you're in some wonderful place in Switzerland in the mountains and it's great air or you're in Colorado somewhere and it's nice and it smells good. But the havir, that's just so is the uh, is it's Chaya in the Shamas. <coughs> it's the life of our soul. Not? In terms of Chayyah, so you might get a better, you know, might have some better uh, inhalation in a different place. But in terms of Chaya in the Shamas, Chayyah in the Shamas, Zaviyar Hatseinah. That should be the latest you're saying, Zaviyar The truth is that until a Jew is necessary, he can't really breathe. He's not really breathing. He's, uh, he's on a respirator, you know, it's something artificial. When a person, Chalila, a person is on a respirator. He's also, he's also inhaling on the respirator, yeah. but it's not chaim It's something else from a machine with a plug, you It's not chaim atzmiim. It might, it might keep the person alive, but it's not chaim It's not his own breathing. It's not, it's not him who's breathing. There's some an un- unnatural cause of breathing only in Israel is chai in the Shomos Haverat that the Yidolevi says. B'ziv, I have Cook's words now, b'ziv tifar. B'ziv tifar. And the radiance of all of its splendor and glory. <coughs> so Rav Nair explains, b'harmoni shleima me'ir. What does it mean to be in, in your natural habitat? To be in your natural habitat and to breathe on your own, it means that you're in a in a in a place of harmonious shleimo meira. Harmonious means that everything stims, everything fits together. When you're in your own place, everything in that place where you are is is an expression of your existence, of your life. It's who you are. Every object in the house, every every uh, everything that's there is is in a state of harmony with your Chaim Asmi with who you with who you really are. Beziv tefar tefaras the meat of tefaris, and means when things are in a state of harmony. When things are, are working with each other. Are working with each other. When something doesn't belong, when it's not in its place, then everything is might be might be uh, somehow might be functioning, but it's not it's not in a state of harmony. It's not in a place that's harmonious. Teferis means when it is the way that it's supposed to be. And when a person's, until a person's in that place, until a person's in that place, you know, doesn't, doesn't know how it is. So The other day we had here, during uh, in the morning we had, it was a very nice, my wife and I were here for what we call coffee and conversation. So we're talking, the women were talking about trying to Trying to scrape together some ruchnias in their busy lives, as being mothers and, and wives and so on. And, just, and uh, we were talking about it. And there were there were two or three. There were some girls. There were some young single girls there, also. And uh, one of the girls came over. She was well, maybe like twenty or something. And she uh, and she said, "Well, I'm scared to get married after, after hearing this like um, pretty scary stuff." Because all the everybody's talking about how you know I'm trying to daven a little bit. It's very hard. And whatever ruchnis I had, I'm just trying a little bit to listen to a tape or something. But I, it's not like it used to be. And everybody's talking about their struggles to to keep uh, to keep breathing, to keep on breathing when you're not any, when you're not uh, anymore in that place of learning and so on of regular learning. So the, this little girl came over and she said that oh, in a very sweet way. She said it's pretty scary to I don't know if get married. So I just laughed and I said, no, 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 it's, it's, uh, once you, once you, Hashem it to work out with Hashem's help and you'll, you'll have a, you'll be holding your baby, it'll, it'll feel good, it'll be okay. But how do you explain it to somebody? When you hear, when it's, when this girl, she hears women talking about raising children, she's like, it's crazy, why, 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 why would anybody want to do this? Why would anybody want to do this? You got to be crazy to have a kid. Your whole life gets messed up and interrupted and everything like that. But of course, that's until you meet the kid. Have that child, and you with that child. It's something else. Then you understand. Oh, this is the harmonious halachah. It's not something which is an interruption to my life. It's my life. And then the child becomes chaim Amish to take care of that child, to, to be with that child. It's, you can't imagine. How was I living until now before I had this child? How was I living without that child? You can't be masik such a thing. It's a funny thing. You can't. You can't be masik. How do I live with this kid? And how You can't. How was I able to live without the kid? It's so funny. But that's when it comes, to the most natural things in life. That's what we think. How do I live with? How do I live without? And so on. But it's chaymatzmiim. It's then. Then look. Then you realize how the how the child fits in exactly into with with all the challenges and complications, and the kid gives you a hard time and everything, and your whole life is uh, is overwhelming. But but this is my it's my life, and it just feels very overwhelming. Our life in itself is very overwhelming. It's in many ways our life in HSL is, in many, many ways, plus a couple of other many's, Our life in HSL is much more complicated than it is over here. It's much more complicated. Our life, our existence there is, is much more complicated. It's much more challenged than it is over here. Even though there's a certain lachets and pressure, different, the chutzlar the, 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 a very chitzanis sticker thing. But in HSL, just to be alive and, and the. the Life is, is many, many ways more, more complicated, but every one of us hopefully, when we're in HSL, even though there are many challenges <laughs> but the feeling is that thus is thus this is this, this is my life, this is I, I'm un, I'm, it's hard for me I'm uncomfortable, I don't understand what the, they're talking about, I don't like the attitude, whatever it might be, and uh, all these kind of things that feel unnatural, but the but the etzah life itself, is chayim atzim, that the person is able to connect to an etzah cell. The same way, like with a child, that that when it's something which is theoretical, when it's a concept, then it's something which is doesn't make sense and it's unnatural. But when you have that baby, when you, when you live in an cell, sometimes there are certain people that it takes it takes them. Uh, month, two months, a year, two years, there are people that it takes sometimes two, three years until they begin it begins to set in that this is the Chaim But from the moment that SSL sets into a person's life, they feel whenever they're in Chutzlar that being in Chutzlar is not it it's just not it it's not the Chaim that in SSL, is the Chaim and then they're thinking how, how do I live in Chutzlar? How was I able to live in Chutzlar? Even though there's so many cultural differences and so so many strange things for an American to be in Israel, or for somebody from outside of For Chalzos, it's the Chaim Atzmi, it's the the feels at home in that place, and that's the mitzvah of Tiferes, Ziv Tifarah. That's where Aviner is explaining. The harmonious Shlaima Zar Next page. Lo Kedover Zar When you're not in your place. So the life in, 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 in outside of your natural habitat, mm-hmm. there's always a feeling of being zar and chitzoni. Everything is strange. It's chitzoni. It's external. Zair, chitzoni. Zair, haadam. It's something which is more superimposed upon the person. You remember when we were kids? They used to have this uh, game. Well, not a game, but they used to have these color forms. Remember? You have this little board and you they would put these little plastic things that were sticking your dress up the little dolls and stuff like that. Uh, is, that is that what it's called? Yeah. Colorful? Yeah. So it's not Chaim Pneum and it's it's not Chaim Artsmian, it's it's just uh, superimposed images. But it's not something that's growing from within the board itself. It's something that you just put on top of the board and you take put on, you take off. It's a chayim in, in Chutzlar It's just like that. It's like color forms. All of is like color forms. And it's a shawl. it's the chayim Atsim It's the chayim penimi. It's not that it's on the surface that there's something you put on, you peel off. It's something which is, it's something which is. It's from within. It's saturated. It's something which is soaked with, with Jewish life. It's avir hanesham is soaked with Yiddishkeit. And in many, many ways uh, Rav this said this, even though we, we saw a little bit of this last week, but in many ways when you talk to a Jew in HSL, and I a al I don't mean to tell him that that's there for a week ago, but an HSL even if he's not religious, there are many things about him that are that are more Jewish than, than from people in Chutslavs. It doesn't mean it's right, God forbid. A person has to be Summer Mitzvahs. And it's better to live in, in Africa to put on film than to live in Khalila to be in HSL without keeping Mitzvahs. God forbid. But there's something that's so natural about Adunai Nitzsahel. Even his, even his fear and his apocrytism and his atheism, he's comfortable with it. You know what I'm saying? There's a certain kind of a, uh, you know, a certain kind of an apocrytism you have in HSL, There's a certain gishmak to an HSL that got because. In Hussar, it's like an intellectual. The guy, he was like a buffoon. Maybe, like he you know, it talks like he's got a theory of. But in HSL, they like you know, they talk like you know, this is something like it's harsh. That's because he's on fire with Yiddishkeit, and it makes him so crazy that he's not from. So he has to have such a, a geshmak curses. <laughs> ben Kur- Gurion was a geshmak apikores. <laughs> he was a geshmak apikores. He could yell at you and talking to you in in, in Tanakh and in Mishnah. He's not the kabbalist, but he knew he knew Mishnah. He knew Tanakh, and he would yell and he would argue. But it was a gishmak. He, you know, it was a. He had, he had. There was something there that it, it was very strong inside of him. It was very very. It's very uh, something very Jewish, and chutzlart. It's even even uh, a it's like uh, more color forms, color form, <laughs> color form. They can make a game, color form. That's what it is. Uh, a Yiddish kaitia is color form. <coughs> so you see that it's a big sugya. It's a very very big sugya have in the parish, you have the marshal Saitabikil Kula, right? Yazra Atsuman Hayai. Chazal explaining the connection with the parish of nausea, of refraining from from uh, wine and so on, but all well, the dinam of a Nozir, and and the woman that was uh, that was uh, suspected of being uh, of being unfaithful, I mean, she did something wrong, she went. And so the that's the in this parish of these so Chazal talk about the smichas of these two pa'ashiyas. Haraya, say that a person is, is shocked and is jarred by that experience of seeing a say like, whoa, what happened to this woman who wasn't behaving, that it's such a strong, has such a strong effect upon him that he takes it, he takes upon himself, I got to stay away from wine, you know, I see that, you know, it can lead to bad stuff, right? That's the pshat. Hiroya say to when you see that with your own eyes, what becomes of a person? That she was a nice girl growing up, and she was a wonderful uh, wife, and how did she end up like this? It was such a thing, to go with a man like that. So Arroyo said, So you begin to think about, I better stay away from the wine, you know? Meaning, I better be careful with my stu- what I'm doing in this world. That's what it really means, right? Then you did not have to become a nausea, but you think about what is it that you're getting too involved in. So, the oymic of that is, and here it's very hard to talk about this now, it's a, it's a long schmooze, but the oymic <coughs> of that is, really, very much connected to this, the oymic of that is that when you see a person that's trying to be a nausea, like LaMashi, so you have a lot nowadays, something amazing that's happened over the past bunch of years, there's a term that they use for it, which is not a, I don't think, I, I, any labels are, are not nice. They all have something that's not nice. But there's a term that's become popularly called flip-outs, right? You know what that is? You know what that is? You heard of that? No. It means that you have somebody that was, let's say, modern Orthodox, right? And it and was like living like, like that kind of a, whatever, you know, the different madragas of that, high or low. But it was living a very casual type of a Giddish, let's say. I don't mean that modern Orthodox Jews all live, but but he was living a very casual type of a Yiddish guy, and then went to seminary for a year or two, went to Ech a tisrolo, bochevo, and came back like, you know, wow, the longest sits you know, goes on Shabbos, this Shabbos is supposed to be like 90 degrees in humid with a hat and a uh, necktie and a jacket rolling a stroller, you know what I mean, like, can't take off his hat to roll the stroller. It's unnatural. And, and why is that? Like, it's an interesting tofaa. It hasn't. I don't believe there are any studies made about this yet, the flip-outs. It's very, very sweet and very, very beautiful and, and one has to try to understand this, to think about this. Obviously, it's some kind of a, a statement that they're making against their parents, a statement of Kaddush against their parents, not against the hurt, but I'm not, my, that way of my parents sometimes, you know, like, come on, that's not what God meant. So, I learned what God meant because in the seminary they told me that God meant this, so they we'll come back, like, well, if I hit, and the parents, I don't know what to do with them. I'm like, you know, the the sleeves don't have to go down past the fingers, they have to the <laughs> sleeves to the wrist, you know what I'm saying? Or, you know, water, the, the, you, you could drink the water in this place, it was filtered, and it's okay, it's what store stored, you don't have to hold it up to the light or something, it's it's okay. You know? But, a clout. I'm going to say something that's very, it's an oimic to this Indian, but akla is that if you see a nazir, if you see a nazir, it's because that person is trying to run away from being a saita you understand so a saita typical it's a club hiroyoshi saita asmanaya so those who grew up and they didn't see the whole of saita they didn't see a million movies and they didn't see all kinds of sick disgusting things let's say and they didn't and they and they weren't uh, you know uh, at the prom with their girlfriend and stuff doing all kinds of things so they didn't they didn't grow up with a in a life of a saita so that then, then they feel they don't have to be mm-hmm. they're more comfortable with the Yiddish guy. Mm-hmm. But if you see somebody who's a nazir, a club he's always running away from being a sotter. It's a club. In other words, there's always that fear of being a sotter, which is, in I'm, I'm not saying it's a bad thing. I'm not making any judgment. It's, it's very holy. But... But why are you going to such unbelievable extremes? It could be because of ignorance, it could be you. But the pleamiest of it is that, is that somebody who experienced that feels that there's a sight that's following him around. And therefore, he's running away from that, and his Yodzer are asma I. The, the frumas could use, the ones that are Frum, from, the, they could use a lot more of that. That would be very, that would be very good, because <laughs> there'd be more Yodzer shamai. But when you, see a, when you see a nausea, when you see somebody that's taken upon himself or herself a very extreme way of, of Yiddishkeit, it's because there's a soita somewhere. There's a soita in the background. It doesn't mean that that person did something bad, but there was exposure to things, and, and i got, I got to run away from that soita. i got to get away from that soita. There's a, a hargosha that there's a soita in my life. And that's why I have to... <coughs> that's Otherwise, it's not a natural thing for a person to make himself into a nazir. It's not a natural thing. Nazirus is something that's very unnatural for a person to be so extreme. It's very unnatural. But when you see something very extreme, it's... It, there's a, there's a naziris. Maybe I shouldn't say always, mistama, there's some kind of a... Subconsciously, there's this fear of, I don't want to be a saita. There was some kind of an Indian of being afraid of being a sight. They saw a Saita, could be God forbid, they saw that in their home, they saw that on television, they saw it in the movies, they saw a Saita, they saw a Saita, and now my way of trying to deal with that is Yasser Atswem and i got I I to run away from wine. i got to run away from wine. Is that ever good? That bad. I'm not and, those a, and those is a Nose is an east colour Ibn Even as it says, nose is a lotion of a crown, it's a gewaldigar thing. But at the same time, it's not it's not natural. That one the point I'm trying to bring out is that it's not a Chaim <laughs> Artsamir. So is it good? It's a temporary restraining order to help a person be good. There is such a there is a Milo to it. But if you're asking me did God mean for a guy to walk around with a stroller with a necktie up to his neck? And a hat and jacket with, his, with with a heavy pair of wool stitches on a, on a ninety degree Shabbos. Do I think that God meant that? No, I don't think God meant that. I think that God wants a person to be comfortable. Take off your jacket. What's the matter with you? And just walk and take your baby for a walk. Why are you dressing up like like a, like in, in some shield of armor on a sun on a Shabbos the afternoon? Why are you dressing up? Now you could say, of course it's called Shabbos, and the big day Shabbos, and it's good, everything is good. <laughs> and for everything there's always an explanation. You could bring it from this safer, from this safe and you heard from your Rabbi, you saw that the Shabinar Rav went like that, you saw that the Saturn Rav never took off his jacket. All those things you could say. But the MS is that if the person doesn't come from where the Saturn Rabbi came from and he's doing that, the likelihood is that he's running away from a site. The likelihood is that he's running away from a site. In other words, what he really would like to wear Bermudas and a Bermudas and a and a T-shirt, that's what it means. And since he does not want to do that anymore, he wants to be a tzaddik. So he's <laughs> got to go to be a nazir the other way. So he shouldn't end up back in the Bermudas and T-shirt. So he so he goes to the nazirus mode that zone that's called Am a nazir. Am a nazir. And, and how did you become? What made you decide to be? More religious than your, all of your rebellion, and more religious than Ramiya Feinstein and all that stuff. What made you decide? It wasn't a decision. It was an escape. It was running away from sinking into a life of being a shtetl, which I don't want to be a shtetl, which is very holy. So you ask me, is it good? It's very good. It's very good, but it's not chaim asimin. And usually, it's over time in a healthy with a healthy person, it usually comes to a place that's more balanced. That's more normal. And, I, and I, I mean only within halacha. I'm not talking has or salt, Within halacha, that's more normal and more healthy and more balanced. But the Indian of, of of the of the nazir <coughs> in our generation, that we have all these people running around like nazir. I mean, they they cut their hair and everything, but they're running around like nazir. And they're, they're, and and if you ask him, what's the what's the makar, Like, why you why you why did you accept this upon yourself? Like, why is this so important for you at this point in your life? Like to to wear a gartel, I and mean, you are still. You're still trying to stay away from your iPhone for two hours. Like, why is it you're putting on a garter? There it is. But another, I'm a nazi. I'm a and I'm running away from being a sayer. So then you, you say, Asherach, Asherach. It's a a thing. But you should know that you're nuts. <laughs> <laughs> you know, that's crazy. That's not the devotional, That's not thing. That's not the program. The wants to be healthy, to be normal, <laughs> to go. And if you wear a gartle, wear a gartle at a regular time when you're ready for wearing a and You don't wear it around your neck, around your undershirt, around your, around your bathing suit, you know, all these things, you know, to explain what goes on. But, uh, but the, is it, there's a, a need of Kedusha like that. But the Chaim is not a Chaim Atzmi. When you meet a Jew that is Yiddish kind, it's just natural for him. Now, he could become very complacent. That's his problem. But it's just natural. It's something which is soaked in. It was pickled over over the years since he's uh, <laughs> since he's in the world his kind is pickled he doesn't feel that he has to wear a hat on the Shabbos the afternoon if it's 95 degrees you know? no one's going to take a picture of him it's not going to come out somewhere that he's not yeshivish you understand <laughs> there's a big Indian he, he, you know it's, it's just that it's a uh, you wear a hat you know it's how you dress You're a ben, you, you want to dress like a ben Tara, colour HaKavad is beautiful but uh, the Seichel, you know but when the when a person's a nausea you can't you can't ask a kasha from seichel. You can't ask a kasha from seichel. Because he's a nausea. He's not, when the person's in that Nazir's place you say, maybe it's not so much seichel to go like that. Maybe this maybe it's not seichel. is not a kasha. Nausea is something which is higher than seichel. It's not a Kasha. They look at you like you're not religious or something. It's not a Kasha. And you know, a lot of the parents don't know what to do with these kids. Like, you know, they don't know what to make of them because the parents are in the other a different different mahal. But but the, but this is well, it's meant by whether or not your Yiddishkeit is something which is who you are, or it's something which is sort of superimposed upon you, the color forms. And sometimes it's holy. As I said, within the Zivs, there's something holy about that, something very beautiful about that, as long as it's the proper hashgach and control and so on. There's something that's very good about that, and I'm, and I'm making a little bit of jokes, but I don't mean to put down any of the herva that are doing that, because it's something which is comes from a very holy place, just like comes from a very holy place. But it's still a certain type of a colorful, a certain type of a colorful. Yeah. And and in Chutzlar, it's our Yiddishkeit, that's what Rav Cook is talking about. The Yiddishkeit in Chutzlar is not Avia, it's not Avia Chaya, it's not Chaya Neshamas. It's, it's not the life of the soul. It's, it doesn't mean to say Rashi was a fine Jew who lived in Chutzlar, and the Ramah was a fine Chamsaif, Baal Shem but those are Yiddin that those very, very great people, Yechideh School that they never stop being connected to it as well. But a regular Chutzla is the Gaju. It's 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 the Yiddishkeit is, is more of a second language than, than the mother tongue. <laughs> but Ella Kook <Ralph> says <laughs> What he's saying is that that Eretz Yisrael is a place where, where the avira is an avira of yedidus ne'ima. Now it's not clear as he's speaking about, yedidus ne'ima means a very pleasant friendship. Yedidus ne'ima, is that with a baruchu yedidus? Does it mean the Jews with each other in a state of yedidus ne'ima? There's more of a yedidus. And uh, either one, I'm not sure what Kukis means by that, yedidus I mean, Rav Avinar has his take on it, but it's not one hundred percent clear. Is our fr- friendships between Jews more natural in Netzer So? <laughs> since a person is in that place of chayin neshama, so it means that that which binds one Jew with another Jew is a is a kiss. And since in Netzer the iciest of the neshama are shining more brightly, <coughs> are shining very brightly in Netzer therefore it would make sense. And there's a famous Chazal that he brings down. There's a famous Chazal in Yesharim. It's even more that, that uh, in HSS there's a different kind, the friendships are more natural, they're more real in HSS that doesn't mean that everybody is nice to each other <laughs> That's not good, but, it, but it's more natural and more natural means more comfortable, that's why you could be you could be in HSS like uh, standing on the bus next to somebody you never met in, his li- in your life and you could get like an argument right away <laughs> doesn't, doesn't take any like doesn't mean, but it is in, in one second also you know that if you would, you would have a shortness of breath that that person would mamish die for you. He put you on his back and he carry you to the he carried to the hospital. And wouldn't even be a Shiloh. religious, non-religious. He put you on his back and he carry you to the hospital. It's very natural. The, yididus, the yididus, it's a yadidus ne'imah. That doesn't mean it's always easy or pleasant, but it's real. Yeah. Sending <coughs> the barnishon doesn't mean it's always easy or pleasant, but it's but it, it, it's something which is natural. So it's between one. Person, one Jew and another Jew. And it ends with, with a person, like because the whole in Israel is a metzias of yedidus. Of yedidus. <coughs> the yedidus is yedidus nishmosis. It's a, a yedidus that comes from the nishama. So it doesn't, it's a natural yedidus. It's not, uh, you know, a lot of people, their friendships is more. Uh, like you know, you, someone comes into the office, right? Hey, how's your weekend? So great to see you. And, but if you take a picture, like a second after they finish saying that, you see like no one cares. <laughs> Their face is like back to doesn't mean anything. And you think like it's my best friend, but the yiddish is not a is, that is chaim <laughs> Therefore, the friendships are <clears throat> friendships that can be very very shallow. It's more just social behavior and being pleasant and behaving in a way that's just. Uh, friendly and, and nice. When I mean, that's just so you know that generally that uh, the external pleasantries are dispensed with. <laughs> it's just don't, that's not the union, isn't it? It's just all of the external pleasantries. Uh, pleasantry. doesn't that's not the Indian of being pleasant on the uh, on, on the outside. I my wife asked me when we were there there's so many stories I had never told them, but I mean just everybody knows if you live there, it's just how it is. I saw. So, so my wife asked me to call up to order some food from this, from the butcher to order from the butcher. So, uh, so I the guy I asked for a certain thing. My wife told me to order the, whatever the chicken is. I called up the guy. And and, and uh, I didn't hear. I mean, I speak Hebrew. That's not the problem. but I didn't hear what the guy said. There was a lot of noise in the background in the store or something. I couldn't hear him. So I said to him, "Lo shemati, What do you say?" He said. <laughs> Are you retarded? <laughs> 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 and, and then I don't get put off by that. I'm not I don't hear I don't you're a retard, I'm Now, in Chusar, in, in, in order to get to that part where you say someone's a retard, you need like hakdamas, you, know? you have to first like know each other for a couple of months. And then at some point you get frustrated, you so say, you know what, you're a retard. But in, in, in Chusar, I never met that guy. I just told him on the phone, he said, I'm a You're a retard. And I said right back to him, I'm a retard. I'm a forget. <laughs> and then we both like can laugh about it it doesn't mean anything it's not, it's not personal and the guy says to me T'yabari Shabbat Shalom and <laughs> the there's no Indian of like the all the social things <laughs> oh I think so highly of you you're a of a person get right to the point get right to the point there's a this the same way that the Yiddishkeit is very very natural there's a, ni'ima. there's a There's a natural Yedidus Again, it doesn't mean it's easy But there's a ni'imus, There's something very pleasant and very beautiful To be at home, to feel at home With a person you never met in your life You feel totally at home You never met the person And of course when the Israelis come to, to chutzlar, it's like, So they, <laughs> they still go that way And then they realize they're not getting good responses When they do that It's always a, a rude awakening It doesn't, doesn't work out so they have to learn how to put on the whole thing. Say, have a nice day. <laughs> <laughs> and they have to say all these strange things. Like, how are you? <laughs> <laughs> nice to see you. No. Nice. They, but They don't really normally say that stuff. <laughs> but, but when they're in they have to try to be more, because they learn, otherwise people are not going to, you know, the same way in SSL, you know, I, you know with Gary Nim. you know, now it's, <laughs> so you walk on the street and people are eating Gary Nim, but They spit out and it makes no difference who's walking there <laughs> but you can't do that you can't do that in the chutzah walk walking around spitting out you know and, the, and then you're, sitting like on a, you're sitting on the bus and there's signs all over of and, and, and like you're up to your, your ankles and, and, and everybody's like well, looking at the sign and even if it goes like in your face you know you would just, it doesn't mean anything just, this is like you know in your house it doesn't, you know, doesn't mean doesn't mean anything I, there's a sign. It's not who put a sign. There. Who says he's the Balabas? <laughs> <laughs> and just so that's all his kind of conversation you know. <laughs> made him into he's a sabbish shayevit. Like I'm, I'm also because why? Because I'm I'm also a yid it's the So he's he, who made him into a savage shayevit. And the way that they talk, two politicians, about politicians, there's no pretense of covid or anything like that. They just talks talk, talk straight. So that's Yedidus Nim, Yedidus Nishmosis. <coughs> there's Yedidus Nishmosis, Hatoma Pnimis. That's the key. Rev. says, hatama Pnimit. Ha, hatama Pnimis means that there's an, a deep inner feeling that things fit. Matim. Things are matim. It, this fits. It fits. It's matim. This is the way it's supposed to be. When the ben Am Yusil ben Ejusil, so he's saying I am not Rav Kook meant exactly that this <laughs> niem. It's on all levels. So the words Gvuras Ram are Rav Cook's words. The dark letters are Rav Cook's words. That it, this is not in a weak way or in a in a feeble way, but it's Bhagvuras <coughs> Ram. Thunderous strength. Bhagvuras Ram. Like thunder. Bhuras Ram. writes yehuda like a lion. It's a lion when he you know a lion when he walks around he doesn 't walk around with his head down and he 's in his place. he walks not when you put him in the zoo or something on a piece of concrete but when he's in when he 's in his own place a lion walks around Yehuda. he walks around like he 's on top of the world he 's not, he's not afraid he's he 's fearless walks around and he 's in his place he knows his place he knows where he is it 's his place. <coughs> It says in Possibly, where the Torah describes how the mountains are like iron and so on. It's, it's a place of kvura, of strength. Cholzeis of. Bitsurah, Rav Kuk writes the word Aliza. And even though it's hard, because the Torah says it's, the mountains, the land itself is like iron. Stones and so on. There's a certain harshness to that, but it's, but it's aliza. Aliza means filled with simcha, because that's that comes together. Because when, because when you're in your natural place, you're basimcha. and when you're away from your natural place, you're not basimcha. When you're in, when you're in your in your element, so then there's a feeling of alizos of, of lightheartedness of being basimcha. But when you're trying to fit in somewhere so then you're not you're not b'simcha simcha de Maral says always in and you don't feel like you're in a place of sholim when you're not in your own place you're not uh, <coughs> it's very hard to be b'simcha so Rav Kook is saying that despite the challenges and the and the and the great and the great difficulties of life in HSL, there are many challenges of a zayis there's an alizus there's a, a feeling of joy so R' says, "Shaken is <laughs> soh onu hinei because over there we're able to be barmish pesimcha, <clears throat> and that's why Yerushalayim is called Mesois Kalla the joy of the of the earth, Masayis Kalla for a Jew, Masayis Kalla and he brings a lashon of the of the Rachamim that true joy a Jew can really and should really only be able to experience, be mm-hmm. Yeshiva Saritz, while being in, living in Eretz Yisrael, be Yeshiva Saritz. And Rav Kook says, "Meleah Shifas Kedusha," it's filled with Shifas Kedusha, with Shefa Kedusha, Shifas Kedusha. Rav Neir writes, "Rav Neir Shab Eretz Yisrael Mofia Machayim," because Eretz Yisrael is that's our place of of. Of life, of natural life, mufiim achay. As it says in Pesik, Rav Cook brings, kol ha'kosev lechayim biyushalayim. All those who are inscribed for life, biyushalayim. Only in Yushalayim is a Jew kosev lechayim. Is it a place of chayim? Mufchis in Eretz Yisrael. Me'achav adam, my yeshiv Yushalayim, but all Eretz Yisrael, kuh ha'adam hachayim. When a person's alive, he's happy. I mean, there's a there's a chiz. And since the true chiz, natural chiz, is there, is only there, for Jews, only there, so then true simcha can only be there. This is the effect that has on the oisis of the neshama of the soul. However, as Rav Kook always tells us, that Rav Avinei was just preparing us for this, and we learned this over and over from the beginning, that this would seem to say that in Chodzlaritz it's not Shaykh to have any of this, to have any of this to breathe, to have Ch'simbach and so on. So, of course, it is possible, even in Chodzlaritz, for the Isis to, to to expand. It's only if a person is filled with a great longing for Israel. If you're living in Chodzlaritz and you actually try to settle in and feel that this is my place, and to be totally comfortable there, and to be totally at peace with being in in, in Tahrad, so then you're in plan B, the second program. But it's still possible for a person, even in Chutz to be plan A. And the Oasis can still grow if the person is filled with itsipiyah. That's why the, the, these tzaddikim always spoke about the So The at the tzaddikim, these tzaddikim of... All the tzaddikim that were with Pnimi Satara, even when they were in they even the they there, Ramami Pando and, and uh, Ramchal, even when they were still in Chutzlaritz, they were, you see, therefore most of these great Mukabalam they couldn't bear living in Chutzlaritz. And with unbelievable Messias Nefers, they had to get to so they couldn't live in Chutzlaritz. But even when they were in Chutzlaritz, everything they spoke about was and They couldn't come to terms with being in Chutzlaritz. Israeli always says they're going back they mean it <laughs> they mean it <laughs> Sh- 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 Rav writes Leroy's Bahadar Erez, Chemda. this great longing to see the beauty of the long of the land of our longing Mishu Onus there are people who are Onusim they can't they can't go to Erez they can't afford to they have elderly parents or family whatever it might be there are reasons that it's not good for their kids there are a lot of reasons why a person can't go it could be an honest. And and it would be wrong for him to go at that time It, was like, it would be absolutely wrong. It would ruin his children or hurt somebody, whatever. You can't do that. Over he, he feels ach. Uh, you know, he feels like he's an honest. That this is not what he wants to do. It's not where he wants to be. <coughs> the deepest inner longing is just for Ajasal, Rafcox says. Rav Aviner writes, "Miisa sagolus etchushas sagagum." This disgust with golus, etchushas sagagum ha'ozem. Hello, it's in these powerful, the powerful longing that one feels. First of all, mitzius nafshis shikazu. When a person is in that mitzius, a feeling that he megadellas. Rav Kook says megadellas is oysius hakaydish. Then that could that could magnify and strengthen the oysius <coughs> hakaydish of the Nishama. As Oysius a Chaim ha'atsmius a Yisraelish of a Pneumi, Usain of the letters of Oysius a Chaim ha'atsmius, Israeli, you should have Pneumi, Usain of that Chaim Atzimim of a Jew. Himagadaltam, Gidl Ruchani Pneumi. There could be also for a Jew and Choslars. There's a Gidl Ruchani Pneumi, there's a Gidl Ruchani Pneumi, a deep inner spiritual growth that takes place of the ISIS, even in Chutzlides. The Sagmat says, Echada Raisa. That a Jew who was born in HSL is compared also there's a person who's mitzapaliza, someone, someone who's longing to see HSL. Raisa. That equation of the two, the one who lives there and the one who's longing to live there, was I once mentioned to you that the Raguachov of Paskin dealt that in halakha, that a, for a Jew that he could say on his passport that he's born in Eretz Yisrael because it's echad to lie on the passport and his papers to say such a thing because a Jew beetsim some a Jew is a very self good person echad anoylo but of echad mezapleiroisa ala pasigul etzion yomer ish v'ish yulad bar v'yichainaneha elgai na Hashem yisbar b'chesoyev amim ze yulad sham who the of a Jew, in a very real and pure way, is longing for H he's there, to the degree that, that he's able to experience also great spiritual growth and simch and so on, all of those gifts that come with HSL, he's able to he's able to experience on some level, even while he's even while he's in, in uh in Go back to footnote 168. Let's look a little bit. Now you might want to say, I don't know, I don't see that the, the Oasis of the Neshama of the Jews are shining so brightly. There's so much secularism there and a lot of problems with the Yiddish and so so where's the great growth of the ISIS and the shining of the Allah Oisius <laughs> <laughs> of course it takes time patience <laughs> <laughs> the Rebbe Rambam says that the, the 40 years we needed in the Midbar just to be cured from the Golis that we had in, in Mitzrayim the Golis there was only for a short time we went to Mitzrayim a long time I mean, relatively speaking, compared to the Gulf we now, it's very short. And we still needed 40 years, just uh, 40 years. And even then, it was very, very hard to be 40 years in the Midbar, not, not to be in the Midbar 40 years. In a desert, to be, to some degree, to be cured of some of uh, that, that experience that was much shorter. Well, Saf it was a short time. is already two thousand years in goalis. So it's really it's had a big big effect on us goalists tremendous impact. <coughs> Do you think that hundred years is enough to cure a nation that was away for two thousand years? It takes time. It's not possible. <laughs> this this process of of healing takes time. Take patience. There's a story that an American Jew Shabbola Harav came to Rav Cook Betina. So this American Jew was visiting Eretz Israel. And he went to Rav Cook Maybe it was when Rav Cook was in America. No, but, he, but this American Jew said to Rav Cook that Eretz Israel is filled with sinners. Filled with sinners answered and said to him, "You know that there there's a, there are certain resort towns where people go there to they would go there to get cured. You know, uh, like you had natural springs, these places in Europe. There are some famous places. You know, a place where Jews not just Jews, but a lot of people would go there to to breathe the air and to have the spring water and so on." These are they're, so there are famous places. Rav Cook said to this guy. That there in those places, if you go to these places you see it's filled with mamish crank mention. <laughs> like they're populated with sick people. So these places are filled with sick people. But in case that you're talking should be how could it be, Rav Cook said to this guy, why is that should be a shakolmatieros or lerape? Then in a city where the whole city is supposed to be the healthiest place in the world, this city. The best air, the best water, right? It's the healthiest place. And you go to this place and you, you walk around the street this one's a little bit this like this this one's like that this one's coughing the whole place is filled with sick people. <laughs> there's so many sick people here. Avkuk <laughs> says there's, there are a lot of sick people here because they're coming to get cured. They're coming to get better. Avkuk <laughs> said Many Jews are still sick from Golis. They come to Eretz to get to get better, but when you when you walk around over there, you see a lot of convulsions, sick people, and but they're coming here to get better. Luma On the other hand, Rav Cook said, "But them, near You go to other places, and they look. Everybody looks like they're walking around; they're fine. But the problem is that they look like that. But Rav Cook said they're really dead. They're already dead. Mason. Therefore, they don't have truths. The Kite is again like superficial, and the uh, simcha is superficial. So they, but <clears throat> they might not look like they're sick, but uh, but they're already they're already dead. Imagine a person goes to a doctor's office. And says, "Why should I come to this office? Like, you're sitting in the waiting room. You see, this one's coughing. This one's, this one's right? In the doctor's room, she so this is a terrible place. I got to get out of here. A lot of people are sick over here.'" So what do you do? So you go to the gym or you go someplace so you go to the ballpark and everybody's sitting around there and everybody's healthy. You say, ah, oh, this a machai. Yeah. The problem is, you're sick <laughs> and you need to get better. So if you go to the doctor's office, of course, they're a cracker mansion. That's what they're waiting to get better. You go to the other place, it's not that everybody's okay, everybody's healthy, it's that they're dead. <laughs> That's all. They're just not alive. Even though everybody looks like they're alive, they're not alive. It's a long parenthesis. There. Uh, yes, All right, you can read inside the parenthesis. All right. It says over there. It says over there, the Israel. So, so Rav is saying that, but his father, is telling over the That this Jew, this American, Esther of Cook I see all these uh, these Ruchnis. These people are in Ruchnis. They're very sick here in Israel. Their spirituality is terrible. They're very secular and so on. Because he lived in this guy is from from Denver. So he said, in your town, in your city. Which is known for having very good air, oxygen. You know, <laughs> but you have a lot of sick people that are in Denver, because that's where people. The sick people are going to get some better air. <speaking in Hebrew> the reason they're going there is they're hoping that by being in Denver, they're going to have some better, uh, you know, air, and it, it's better for them, that, and they'll get they'll they'll feel better. So, of course, that there's Jews. So, same thing there <in> so. The, you're right there are a lot of people that are sick over here a lot <coughs> of people that are sick, but they're here to to uh, recuperate. All Jews who necessary are here to recuperate that's what Cook was saying. Schulman <coughs> he writes, that that um that he told him. Meaning to who? To the Sadigai Rebbe, he could be Eisr Barashos Mishlach Ziduim Hayrav, Mikovna, Garden Reb Moshe Mordechai Epstein, be Mapai Denver. Now that was the Mais of Denver. Shom here, Kiyehudi Ashir Gdol, that Rav Kook was there. That's when Rav Kook was in America, not this other guy. This is when Rav Kook was in America, and he was in, he one of the stops that Rav Kook made together with the uh, Kovna Rav and with Reb Moshe when they were raising money for the yeshivas. Uh, is that they were in Denver. And Sham Hikir Yehudi Ashir Godel, there was a very rich Jew in Denver. <laughs> so Rav Cook uh, recommended that for the sake of your children, you know, maybe send your children to Yeshiva in Eretz which in those days, back in the beginning of the 1900s, was very, very unusual for somebody to send this kid to Eretz Israel. A <laughs> So then, afterwards, Rav Kook met this person. And he was complaining. I'll call Indian Machmashiyesh cannot be cursed on Machali Shabbos. And the person said, I sent my kid to sell. He comes there to sell. The place is filled with Machali Shabbos, and I be cursed him. I thought I'm sending to a place where everybody's religious and it's beautiful. Bought a phone. La kachas b'yechas prayd manas l'achzai marry This is the story. So he he was going back to Rav Kook to to get a bracha in Rav Kook. And um, and hismer Rabbeinu of so R- Rav Cook silenced him and yelled at him. I mean, the way Rav Cook yelled, I'm sure it wasn't uh, harsh. But he said, is mm-hmm. uh, No, he this person was yelling at Rav Cook, and he said, is mm-hmm. No, he's saying Rav Cook is saying to him, is mm-hmm. How are you endangering your children's lives? Hello, Denver. When I was there in Denver. I met many sick people in Denver that are walking around. And the American left at Cook. So this American was, was complaining to Rav Cook. He told me to send my kid over here, and there's all kinds of mechalei shabbos. Not because. of him. So Rav Cook said back to him, "That's the whole story." Rav Cook said back to him, "What do you mean? When I was when I met you in Denver, in Denver I saw all kinds of sick people." So he says. On November, but then he said to Rav Kook, Of course, Rabbi, of course there are sick people who are in Denver, because it's a, it's a place where people come to get better, to get healed. So on the Lord, that's what Rav Kook said back. That's exactly what I'm telling you. Oh, this is, so this is a... Uh, apparently, this is the Saudi Arabi and Rav Kook, They were talking about this. So Rav Kook was saying to Saudi you should try to influence the Jews and Chutzlars. Try to influence them that they should come to move to Israel to come here. And that they'll, 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 they'll come stronger. They'll, they'll be able to recuperate over here. And if Cook said to the Saudi Rabbi that you try to push the, the Jews over there where you are, try to push them that they should come here, and then your Shreem is going to get stronger. The ones that are Pahishim, that are that are Chatoim, they're not going to hear, they're not going to want to come. And if there are Jews that are not religious that are going to come to, back to HHSL, that if they ended up, if these non-religious Jews ended up hearing and coming to HSL, it's a simon that they feel deeper than them that they're going to get cured there as well. So it's good for everybody to come. that there's a, that that ability for a person to become a tzaddik is much more natural and easy and SSL. See, even if a person is not religious, of said that. But if he's, if he feels drawn to come back there to sell, it means that somehow he knows deep inside of him that that's where he's going to get cured, that that's where he's going to get better. And what is he going to get better from? He doesn't know. He doesn't care. But that's that's the place where a Jew can come back to his natural self and to and to be cured and to and to become better. But in Galus, but in Jews are walking around sick. They're spiritually dead. And We lose millions of Jews in every generation. They're being, they're getting assimilated. So they're marrying out. But here, in Israel, we're getting cured. But he says it takes a long time. It's hard. It's a process. But but, but there's there's a the place of being cured in Chutzlar everybody seems to be okay but Lema we're losing the, more and more the Jews all the time they're getting lost and here in the they're not intermarrying here in to for the most part they're staying Jews and they're, and they're slowly they're slowly getting better well, we should be to see that it should be, that healing process should be should be finished and, and uh, all of our should be able to return so next week bring back the Eretz Chaifetz we'll continue the next Eve in Eretz Chaifetz service.